This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello, and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. And while on the website, check out the podcast page to see past shows or to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions that you may have or face, uh, set up a face-to-face meeting or virtually if that's what you're more comfortable with. Last show, we started talking about the various types of scams um, that criminals can use to try to steal your identity, to try to steal your money, um, to try to ruin your retirement, to be frank. And so I want to pick up on that theme today uh, and kind of finish things off. There's a couple more scams I want to talk about and make sure you're aware of. Um, But before we do that, I want to bring in my co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you today? I am doing great. Great to be here with you, Peter. And, uh, uh, just looking forward to it. I, I've had a great week, but busy, you know, fall chores like raking leaves has been keeping me busy. Sure. All that fun stuff. How about you? What have you been up to? Yeah, I'd have to say the same, you know, uh, business is good, but it's, you know, uh, as we get here at the end of October, it's, it's getting the yard ready for, for believe it or not getting it ready for winter. So it's been busy doing all that stuff as well, but overall I've been good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, this is an interesting topic. Now, last week we talked uh, about some of the scams out there and uh, you and I were sharing some horror stories of uh, scams that have taken uh, people we know for a lot of money and uh, scams that they've tried on us. Uh, You know, I mentioned uh, uh, the publisher's clearinghouse sweepstakes called Mm -hmm. me. I won $1.5 million. Uh, That was awesome. Yeah, uh, but, but I you did, didn't. But I did. <laughs> but I didn't. I digress. I didn't uh, win that. But I got the call. Yeah, uh, and that was a scam. Anytime they call you, just hang up. And, and because... let me guess, they needed you to provide a bunch of personal information to verify that you won, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned that last week. They, they, they need personal information. They need. They needed me to call them back with uh, a lot of personal information. And a check card or checking account routing information and permission to, you know, to pay the taxes and then they'd send the check. Yeah. Yeah. So that's legit. (laughs) Not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's not. Yeah. It sounds like a good deal to me. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Anytime anyone calls you over the phone and asks for information, just say, hey, I have to hang up. I'll call your, uh, I'll call your organization back directly. Click. Yep, that's exactly right. And then don't call the number that called you or a number they give you over the phone. Go and look up the number for whatever company is calling you and call them back directly or government organization. And that was, I think, the best bit of advice from last week's show that you gave us. But there are some, uh, I think, that we didn't uh, get to. And, you know, uh, you know I, I think we mentioned this, but you know, the reality is with some of these and they target seniors a lot, 
you know, you may not realize that you've been scammed until after it's completed, but uh, that's why you should work with a financial professional like yourself, Peter, our listeners out there. But what's the next type of scam or fraud that you wanted to talk to us about? Yeah, so so one of the frauds that we talked about last week that kind of t- uh, tears at the heartstring was the the grandparent one, right? Oh, where, a, where a grandchild calls or, or seemingly calls asking for for help, and this is another one. This scam, the romance scam, is an is another a despicable scam. They're all despicable, but this one is just you know it, it is despicable because a romance scam is preying on the loneliness of of individuals who may have lost a spouse, right? So you you've lost a spouse, you may be lonely. Um, you're looking for just some companionship at that point, and all of a sudden, someone rolls around and through you know fake profile, some sort of social media, or even some uh, uh, a dating site for for older individuals, and you start striking up a relationship with them. Um, and then after a period of time, they start asking for money. You haven't really met the person. You might not have even talked to them, right? You're only maybe texting. Uh, or sending emails, but all of a sudden you've gotten to a point where they've maybe filled the void void for companionship, but now uh, you're sending them money because they need to get a visa to come visit you, or they need to get an airplane ticket to come visit you, or they need to pay the rent one more month because if they don't, they won't have internet to be able to communicate with you. And then all of a sudden you're shelling out money on a regular basis. Um, and then after a year or so of that, they disappear, but they've had off with tens of thousands of your dollars and, and people prey on, on the, the loneliness um, of of individuals, whether it's whether you're retired or not, um, through some of these romance scams. So it's very important that when you use some of these sites or, or use these mediums to connect with people, uh, that that you have a way of verifying that they're legit. Well, yeah, and that's see this one in particular. I think even worse than the the grandchild one. This one is really just a horrible, horrible, despicable spiteful scam. And I can't believe people would do this because uh, the romance scam you're talking about, it exploits the fact that a lot of seniors out there uh, live alone and maybe their kids or grandkids might not have the flexibility to spend time with them. Maybe Mm -hmm. they don't live near them. And that means they're isolated and many times lonely. Um, So that's really a a bad thing that these people would prey on that and prey on these people who uh, live alone or the elderly. But I, and that's just another reason, no matter how busy we get with our day-to-day lives, if there's an older person out there that you love, make sure you reach out to them often, even yeah. with just a simple, quick phone call. So they know you're okay. And they know you're, you know, you know, they're okay. They know you're okay. And mainly they let, you know, to let them know you're thinking of them. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That's a great, that's a great point, Tony. And and just make sure it's reach out to them, but also just see what's going on in their life. Take five minutes and yeah. ask them what, what they've been up to, because generally they're going to be excited, especially if it's a romance uh, scheme here and, and they've connected with someone, they're very likely going to say something and it should tip you off or at least make you ask them some other questions. So, but absolutely always reach out whether just, just so that they're not lonely anymore. <laughs> um, and, and they know that, that their family members actually are, care about what's happening in, in their lives at that point. But, 
You know, the, the next scam I want to touch upon, Tony, it has to do with internet email and text message frauds, electronic stuff. And and this one's really a doozy, right? Because there are a lot of different ways um, that the, the internet email and, and text message, electronic messages can be used to dupe people out of their money. Now, in the last podcast, we talked about, you know, the pop-up window scam or the ransom scams um, that, that, uh, that occur that usually tr- can trip up people uh, to uh, end up money to free up their computer. But what I'm talking about more specifically is how uh, advanced some of these scammers have got, gotten in duplicating official-looking emails, for example. So let's say uh, you get an email from your Chase credit card, and this email looks exactly like a, an email that would be coming from a credit card company, yet it's not. It's actually a scam, and in that process, they're looking for you to click on a button to then enter some personal information as a quote-unquote, Let's can we please update you this information? or we need to update your social security, or could you tell us what your household income is now? But by doing so, we need to have your updated address, right? These are these are emails or text messages that look really authentic, uh, that they're coming from a government agency or a business, yet they're, they're not. They're phishing scams. They're looking for information and trying to trip you up. And if you're not paying attention, you can really fall for it. So what I would say is the the best way to see to tell if one of these uh, scams is occurring to is to actually look at the email address that the email is coming from, right? An official type of email is going to come from, if it's social security, which they generally don't, but a credit card company or your local town, it's going to have an email address that reflects the location. A lot of these scam email addresses are going to be completely random and don't look normal. And again, as we talked about in the last podcast, if if you have any questions, pick up the phone and call the number on the back of your credit card or on the statement for your you know electric company or your uh, oil company or what have you and call them directly and see what's going on. Don't ever click on any of those email phishing type things because you may be inadvertently giving information to someone who's then going to take that and and possibly run off with quite a bit of money. Right. Yeah, that's uh, that's another terrible one. Um that's a tough one. Uh and that I think that's a pretty common one. Uh, yeah. to be honest, I I've heard people uh, that have have fallen for that one as well, and you know, it, again, you know, I think it just I think it's about your gut, your instinct, right? And some yeah. of those phishing messages that you hear about are so good, you're sure they're the real thing. Uh, but how often does a completely random message asking you for personal information make sense? Uh, you know, not often in my experience. So typically. Just I think you're always safe assuming it's it's uh it's a scam and mm-hmm. deleting it. If even if it's legit, it's not you know, they'll find another way to get a hold of you. Uh when yeah. in doubt, just delete it. And even when you're not when even if you don't have a doubt, <laughs> delete it because it's you know, I mean, uh it's better safe than sorry, right? Yeah, without a doubt. And I mean, uh, a lot of the email providers, right, like Gmail or Yahoo or what have you, are really good at, at catching these phishing schemes. They they spend a lot of resources on making sure they filter out a lot of this crap. But don't, you know, if you have an email that gets a, a lot of emails during the day, whether they be promotions or, or what have you, especially if, if you're on coupons or, or multiple different email lists, you know, it can easily, one of these emails can easily fall into just the regular flow of your email traffic. And you're not even paying attention. So 
again, uh, be very vigilant about what you see happening um, with these emails. And again, sure. if when in doubt, you're you're going to know your gut is going to tell you something. Pick yeah. up the phone and call call the call the uh, the email um, uh, that you have in question. Call that company and see what their thoughts are on it. Yeah. And don't call the number that the email no. or text gives you. Never Correct. call a number that they give you. Look it up for yourself. Now, um, uh, we should let our listeners know, because I think another way to help prevent this is to work with a financial professional, you know, because you hear about a lot of these scams, you work with your clients and pe- meet with people all the time. So if our listeners out there have financial questions, uh, and the key is to have a financial plan in place, so you're not, you don't have to worry about uh, oh, maybe my taxes aren't taken care of, or mm-hmm. maybe social security isn't taken care of. If you work with, if folks are working with you, uh, they know that they don't need to deal with these calls and can just hang up. Um, so how do our listeners set up that complimentary consultation to get to know you and see where they're at financially? Yeah. So if you want to set up a, a consultation, one to just kind of see what's going on in, in your financial situation, maybe sit down and, and devise a, a retirement plan that's going to provide what you, you know, the income that you need for retirement. I um, mean, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us on the uh, IVIG, uh, online at the IVAG.com and book an appointment um, either in person or virtually. And yeah, a part of this is your your financial advisor should have a pretty good um, sense of what's going on in your financial world, right? And so if one of these scams pop up, whether um, you know whether you think it's true or not, you, you can give your financial advisor a call and bounce it off off of them and say, hey, I got this. Does this make sense? You know, I thought we were going to do, I thought Social Security said my, my benefit was going to be X. I get this email saying it's going to be Y and I need to give them information. Is it, Does this sound legit? You know, I've heard this one before multiple times. And, and as your financial advisor, I can tell you, yeah, probably not. And to Tony's point, I just actually had a meeting with a client and they came with three or four envelopes of different solicitations. And, and one of them was for a mortgage and, and they thought it was legitimate. But at the very bottom, there was fine print that said, you know, uh, not associated with the bank and essentially it was this third party mortgage company that may be legit, but would have forced my client to go down this rabbit hole and probably cost them a lot of money. So you know, those are the types of resources a good financial advisor is going to help you with a plan, investing money, all those types of things, but also being a resource to help you get through some of these, you know, scams when they pop up. Yeah, I think that's important to, you know, you know, we're talking about some of the common scams and frauds uh, that especially seniors uh, can fall victim to or are targeted with and, you know, how we might be able to better protect ourselves uh, from these uh, what do you have next? Yeah, so I want to switch gears just a, a tad, Tony, away from talking about specific scams, but just saying, hey, how can we make sure we're protecting our accounts overall from folks that are looking to rip you off, right? And, and it starts with a constant vigilance and, and making sure that you stay a, ahead of those who want to you know, take your IDs or take your social security number or take your accounts numbers. Um, because if you can stay ahead of the crooks or at least make sure you've defended your accounts or, or have things in order, um, even if you accidentally slip up into one of those scams, there's going to be some sort of firewall or at least something there uh, to protect things or, or to to kind of set off a red flag and say, oh, I think I actually entered into a scam. I can kind of fix it. And that's that's what I want to talk about next. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm probably going to get heartburned just thinking about this stuff. 
worrying yeah. about all these. So when it comes to protecting our accounts, what's the first thing you'd recommend? So this this may sound really simple when I first say it, but you got to make sure that you're aware of all of your various accounts. And and I say that, and again, it sounds simple, but but think about it. You you have probably you've worked for thirty or forty years. You probably opened an IRA here or four hundred three b there. You might have had a CD at a bank over uh, multiple decades. You've probably you you are leaving kind of a, a trail of different accounts. And a lot of times in the hectic you know ca- the hectic part of life, we forget about different things. And so you leave these accounts kind of dangling. I've sat down with clients, Tony, that have had fifteen or twenty different accounts spread all over the place, and, and that's all well and good but that one is makes it very hard to track all of them two you got to remember passwords and usernames and all those types of things if you have the ability to simplify simplify your account consolidate things um, get things so that you take them from maybe 20 accounts down to five it's going to make things a lot more manageable it's also going to allow you to check in and see what's going on with those count accounts on a more regular basis so that if there is some sort of fraud occurring you can catch it earlier um, as opposed to maybe it's an account over here that slowly gets bled dry but you don't even know because you don't check it regularly. So keeping, you know, keeping your accounts um, orderly and, and consolidating them where you can is going to be a first step to making sure you're staying ahead of the, the fraudsters who are trying to take your money. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's true. And, you know, uh, you know, there are things like that multi-factor authentication. And the first couple of times I had to use it, I, I was annoyed the first few times, like, Ah, yet another step I have to go through just to check my balance, my bank balance. But, you know, the truth is after you've used that a few times, you don't even notice it anymore. And hey, if answering a quick text on my phone makes my account safer, uh, I'll take that deal every time. Yeah, absolutely. And and it is a pain. <laughs> it is a pain with the two-factor or the yeah. multi-factor. But, but it, it is really, you know, by adding that second layer of, of security, it, it's making your accounts, you know, five times safer than they were before. So so doing it is, is worth every penny of time that you spend um, doing it. And, you know, it, it, one thing is consolidating your accounts, but another way to make sure you're staying on top of things is making sure you take a look at your credit. Um, your credit report, right? In, in today's world, it's pretty easy to do. It's free. There's a number of different ways you can do it, either through your credit card company, even some online banks provide your credit score, or you can directly go to some of the, the different companies that provide them and, and see your report and see your score because it's a pretty timely uh, uh, process for to see, you know, for you to see one, your score going up and down, which is a good gauge of, hey, is there money being spent that I don't know about? Um, but also your general report is going to tell you, was there a credit card that you opened under your name that you don't know about? Um, or, do, or hey, I have this credit card over here that I completely forgot about. I should probably get rid of it because um, it, it's it's an avenue for some fraud down the line. So making sure you stay on top of your credit report and checking that on a regular basis is another great way to stay ahead of the scammers. Yeah. Yeah. And staying ahead of them is what this uh, this is all about, what we're talking about. And you know, knowing where you stand with your finances, you mentioned not even realizing you have accounts. It, that sounds impossible, but it, it's happened. It's happened to me. I, there was a 401k I had forgotten all about, and my wife dug up some paperwork. Um, yep. Yeah, it's yeah. just uh, from years ago. It's crazy. And, and you know, um, earlier in the show, uh, you know, we've talked about uh, different kinds of financial fraud out there. 
Uh, and again, not working with somebody like yourself, a financial services professional, uh, if you do work with somebody like yourself, it's going to be, you're going to help, you know, that'll help protect you from scams. Yeah, it's a, it's an added resource, right? I mean, we talked about that. It, it not only is a financial advisor like myself going to bring you uh, you know, the, the ability to create a financial plan and, and invest wisely and make sure your money doesn't ride out, run out and all those types of things. But your financial advisor is also a resource for you to bounce questions off. If, if you're, you're presented with these scams, you can give us a call and say, hey, look, this is going on. Um, what do you think about it? And, and as we've alluded to, I, we run into these things all the time. So, um, and, and sitting down, we talk about the second part of this, right? Consolidating your accounts. When you sit down and you're forced to think about your different retirement accounts, that's when you start realizing how many things you have going. So it is important to sit down with a financial advisor or financial service professional to, to get the process going because not only does it help you create a plan and make, thing, make sure things are going according to that plan, but it also makes you think about your account it makes you consolidate if necessary. It makes you more aware of of people actually trying to potentially take your money, right? Once you have a plan, you're living by it or you're thinking about it, you're going to be a little bit more vigilant uh, when someone is trying to potentially dupe you out of $100 here or $1,000 there. So sitting down with someone is, is pretty important. If that's, again, something you're interested in, give us a call, 866-360-2724, or visit us online at the IVAG.com, and, and we can start a conversation and go from there. Yeah, that sounds great. And it's been a great discussion today, a great show, but we're out of time. Uh, listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Loffenberg. Thanks, Tony. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Loffenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Loffenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.